Yes, people, we are live. Match review time. Arsenal 2, Crystal Palace 2. So much to talk about, people. But before we get into it, let's hit the intro. Yes, people, we are live back at Albert JTV headquarters. Welcome again to the South East London red carpet, as I like to call it. Um, yeah, match review time, man. Wasn't even tempted to do it last night. I kind of took a backseat, um, see people's views about our beloved football club and what's sort of going wrong and what very little going right, to be honest. Um, but yes, I've got my brother back on the screen for me. But before I introduce him, people, people, Smash the like button and subscribe to the channel and follow my esteemed guests on his Twitter handle, which is displayed in the box in the screen. And of course, people, I'll put this on my IGTV later and also on Spotify and Anchor. So check it out, people. So yeah, further ado, introduce my brother. It's been a long time since I've welcomed him to the Albert GTV South East London practice. <laughs> but um, glad to get him one. Yeah, brother, get to, glad to get to see you again and get you on, man. Yeah, thanks for having me, mate. It's been a while um, and I've been busy, but uh, yeah, it's nice to come back, mate. No, of course, man. Normski's already in the chat. Big up to you, bro. Um, yeah, so I had, when I normally start it, I'm not actually going to talk about the team lineup because I think it's sort of... when I, I look at it sort of full circle, um, Ross, brother, in the sense that last season, uh, if you go back to last season, trying to pick a Mikel Arteta starting eleven was nigh on impossible. But I think this season, to me, it's probably gone completely full circle that we've got a settled back five now. Um, I think the front three midfield almost kind of picks itself, barring a couple of players here and there. But yeah, let's get into it, man. So yeah, two all against um, our London rivals, the return of um, our legend, Patrick Vieira. Um, let me give you a bit of context. So, when I looked at our sort of our last four games and such in the, in the run up to the four games, sorry, so Brighton, Palace, Villa Friday, and Leicester. Um, I did a weekly surgery show with the boys, Kesh, Gunasols, and Arjun. I said to them, "What do you think our points returns are going to be?" And I said eight points out of twelve. Now, people look for people look quite shocked to me. I thought I thought that's quite a decent, reasonable return. Um, because this team, unfortunately, mate, they you can't hang your hat on them. Um, you know, said the draw against Brighton happened. Um, draw against Palace, people looked to me like they was dumbfounded. But listen, we are where we are. So um, yeah, sort of what was your thoughts going into the Palace game um in terms of score prediction and how you thought the performance might go? Um, to be honest with you, mate, the same way I always sort of go into games with Arsenal these days, I, I don't expect to win. I really don't. Um, I didn't really know what my score prediction was, but it's just, I'm yet to see a good performance from them, really, mate. And I, I always get the feeling that no matter who we play against, they're capable of beating us. 
Mm. You know, there's nothing special about this team, the way they play, the, the way they set up. And there doesn't ever seem to be any improvement. Um, yes, they may, you know, get three wins in a row or something about Burnley and Norwich, but <laughs> expected. Christ, yeah. come on. You know, what am I supposed to do? We get overexcited about it. And then you get people on Twitter saying things like, oh, all those people who wanted Arteta out look a bit stupid now. No, we don't. You look stupid. You've got three wins over Mickey Mouse clubs and you, now you think we're going to make the Champions League. We're not, you know? Um, so, yeah, that's just my thoughts on it, really, mate. And I, this will just keep going and going and going until, I don't know when, <laughs> you know? We've seen it almost a year ago where he lost a ridiculous amount of games in a row and he still kept his job. I don't get it, you know? Now he's had the time. He's had the transfer windows. He's got pretty much all his own players in. Um, which I've never seen a manager be, you know, have that luxury before. Get all your players in before you get sacked, and I'm still waiting for an improvement. You know. Yeah, no, I respect you, man. Um, a lot of people in the, in the comments saying what we kind of echo and what you're saying. Um, G talks big up to you, my bro. Part of the Canon Chat crew. People go and subscribe to them. Um, and that's the problem. Uh, G touches on it in what you mentioned, Ross. When we won the North, London, when we beat when we beat Tottenham in North London derby. Um, I, I said to people in terms of my own reaction, fan cams are done on my channel. Is I can take that game in isolation, and we beat this, we beat them, locked down the road, and we enjoy that game, that three yeah. points in isolation. But you can't just forget the Burnley game. You can't forget Brentford. You can't forget the Norwich performance. You you cannot dismiss that at all. Because some people looked at it, they went, "Oh, we've got ten points out of twelve. Well, yes, at the time, but you can also look at it, we've got. 10 points out of 21. Yeah. I think it's now 11 out of 24, if I'm right. Um, and I said, the reflection of this team is not the performance against Tottenham because you're getting up from North London derby. You, the true reflection of the team is the performances against Brighton. The reason why I went for a draw against Brighton, for example, going back to that, is because historically, just purely on that alone, our record is not fantastic there. I know yeah. we won there last season 1-0, but... That was the first win away at Brighton in a league game since 1981. That's the year I was born. So that should tell you everything you need to know. Um, and the performance yesterday, I went for a draw, even, even though even though we found out sort of before the game that Zaha was missing. And that's another thing. He weren't even playing Ross and they outplayed us. But um, this team, we're not there yet. So that's why I went for a draw against Palace. And... I'm sort of thinking going into the Villa game before I come back to obviously the game yesterday is I'm concerned, mate. I was concerned, obviously, with the way the direction the club's going anyway, but I'm concerned just by what we're seeing from an offensive point of view because at the moment, it's it's horrendous. I mean, just taking just taking into consideration to ask you, mate, um, what did you make of the first half? I've got my thoughts. But I want to hear yours, mate. Yeah, so my thoughts on the first half was I thought they started okay. Um, you know, they took the game to Palace, which you'd expect for at home against Crystal Palace. Yeah. But what I really struggle with, and I've seen this before, I even saw this under Wenger, is we go 1-0 up and then we sit ridiculously deep back, just inviting wave and wave of pressure all the time. And I just don't mm -hmm. get it. What was it, 1-0 up after? Was it Was it 25 minutes? Yeah. Like, like that? What, are you just going all out defence for the rest of the game? I, I don't get it, mate. I don't know what sort of tactic that is. If you sit that deep and just allow a team to just come on to you and come on to you, eventually they're going to score, you know? So, so, so um, 
I just don't get it, mate. You know, just you had to control the game. You're one nil up. You're at home. You're against Crystal Palace. Keep going. You know, get a second. You know, my old man used to say to me, "You always let in a stupid goal, always, or something will happen, mm. or you know, someone will fucking trip over the defender's leg or whatever." You know, you always need that second goal, and just to like sit back. Like, I'm not saying don't don't be a little bit more defensive, but like sitting back to the point of like your own fucking edge of your area. It's just it's crazy suicidal football, mate. That's the thing. Um, one thing I always I've sort of moaned about, and I'm sure Arsenal fans and yourself will agree in the chat and people. This is on Facebook Live as well as well as YouTube Live. Is it not so much that we don't start games very well? It's the fact that we don't get ahead in games within the first 15, 20 minutes. I'd love someone to pull up a stat on the amount of goals we scored in the first 15, 20, because I'm sure it's pretty shocking. Um, but we actually, for once, started the game yesterday, you know, goal within seven or eight minutes. But if I'm being honest, mate, after that, we didn't we didn't show any ascendancy. Um, Palace didn't start well. That's the thing. Um, so, th th you know, to apply the pressure after getting the goal so early, for me, was paramount. You're at home in a London derby. Um, you know, don't get me wrong. Palace, we haven't beaten Palace at home for now. I think that's four seasons now after yesterday, wow. which is quite, yeah, yeah which yeah. is shocking in itself. Um, but I was shocked we went in at halftime 1-0 up. Seriously, if Palace had been played better passing in the final third. I thought Conor Gallagher was was excellent for them yesterday. Um, one player to look out for, big up Keshi, the guy that um, sort of brought, me, brought it to his attention. Yeah, he played well at West Brom. He was on loan last season, but um, Ben Teke obviously was going to be a handful. Ken hasn't scored in many, many games and he scores again yesterday. It's just poetic justice, man. And um, Austin Edward, um, for example, bro, as you will know, he's somebody... And I'm not talking about Edward in terms of the fact that he scored yesterday. I'm talking about the fact that he was a viable option. But because in terms, if I'm looking at the Arsenal fan base, they're, um, how can I put it nicely? Some of their snobbery towards certain players, not good enough. Players better than him in Scotland. Um, listen, he had a good game yesterday. But yeah, mate, I was surprised that Arsenal went in at halftime 1-0 up. And actually, if it wasn't for Ramsdale save, um, we, it would have been 1-1 at half-time. But what yeah. shocked me, Ross, to come back to you, mate, is if I look at that Arsenal starting lineup, people can say what they want to say, say about Nicolas Pepe. I'm sure there's people in the chat and people have their views about him. I've seen it in the stadium, how they feel about him. Like, wow. It, it's, yeah, it, he's almost the full guy, mate. I'd go as far as that. Um, but I, I, with Arsenal, I, I, I was shocked, but I wasn't shocked because... Like I said, you, yes, you can talk about the wins against Burnley and Norwich and beating Spurs, but it's impossible to ignore the fact that we don't look like scoring goals. Yeah, and that's with Aubameyang leading our line. Um, so yeah, I, the performance in the first half was shocking. Obviously, I don't want to forget um, the fact that um, Mike Dean was the ref and um, failed to have send off a certain. Um, James McArthur for that shocking tackle on them. It was, it was, I couldn't believe it, bro. Um, so I've seen a player blatantly try and injure another player like that. Yeah. And not get pulled, either sent off or the FA's not stepped in after the game. That's, it's ridiculous, mate. That's the sort of thing you do at school when you're pissed off with somebody and you're a fighter ups, you know? I couldn't yeah. believe it, mate. 
honestly. Well, when I saw the replay, it's even worse. I, I couldn't believe it. He just um, rebooted him, mate. Yeah. With with um with the first half, before we touch on to the second half, mate. With, with I don't know how much you've seen of um Crystal Palace this season. You know what? I, I actually almost felt like it's an audition for our um Vieira coming to the Emirates yesterday. Yeah. But personally speaking, um how would what would you what would you put him down to more? Is it the fact of Arsenal was so poor or Palace were excellent? How, where where do you sit with the balance with that? Um, I'd probably say Arsenal were poor, mate. Um, I don't, you know, I think Palace were okay. Um, I do think they've got some good players. Very good. But it, they didn't really do anything exceptional, you know, just, and the thing is, you know, if this was like a one-off, you could maybe say, oh, maybe actually Palace were really good. But this happens to Arsenal every game. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, people going, oh, it's Mike Dean. It's not fucking Mike Dean. It's not. It's not that Palace were good. It's the mm. same shit we see every week from Arsenal. You know, even when we win games, we usually we're quite lucky, you know, or we, mm. you know, we win by the odds goal or or whatever. You know, I've never seen Arsenal in a long time come off the pitch and go, do you know what? That was fucking brilliant, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, everything looked slick, everything was clicking, you know, Pepe or someone was was brilliant running rings around people. I never see that, you know, it's just I don't get it, mate. I don't I don't get where this team is heading or, or what you know what what Arteta's trying to do. I don't see when this is all going to come together. It's been what? Is it two and a half years now? Was it two years? It's way over. It's like it's just probably just shy of that. I would say two years. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. What other man? Let me ask you a question. I don't, I don't even know if you can even answer this, Ross, because I'm not even sure even I can answer it. Um, when he when he plays Saka and Pepe in the same team, can you think off the top of your head or logically or even tactically why? He plays Saka on the left and Pepe on the right. No, I, I've said I'm baffled. Yeah, yeah sorry, bro. I've gone. No, God, I was just going to say, like I said before to you, mate, on your streams, that Pepe needs, to, if he's going to play, he needs to play on the left. You know, we saw it last season against Wolves where he was uh, finally moved over to left and he looked so much more confident. He looked a lot better. Yeah. Second goal, he went through two players and you could see the confidence in him. He's left footed. You put him on the right. It's a waste of time, mate. You know, saying oh, it's like a one-trick pony. Or we're waiting for him to like cut in and then curl one in. You know, it's what you pay seventy-two million for that. It's ridiculous, mate. It's bollocks. You know, yeah, and they yeah. know he's going to do that as well. So, no, mate. If he's going to play, he needs to play on the left or not at all. Yeah, I mean, no, you're right, mate. I, I just, I, I just, it, it, it baffles me. If I could understand if you played him there, and he was being an impact for the team in that position, but he never has been. Yeah, it's not even like he played well last season on the right because he did it. He played on the left. Yeah, and you know, I it 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 baffles me. And listen, people, I know people in the chat, and there's people that have um, got already made up their minds about Pepe, which is fine. It happens. People fans, you're entitled to think what you want to think. But um, it, I, I try and look at it and sit back, Ross, and I think to myself logically, okay, let me put my Mikel my Arteta hat on and think. For the for the attacking element of this team, let me see what let me see um by putting Pepe on the right hat on the right how it benefits the team. I don't see how it does. No, it doesn't. I've got no idea. People in the chat tell me, you know, when he plays for Ivory Coast, does he does he play on the right? I I, I, I don't know. Does he? Thing is, I mean, it, we've seen this time and time again. It doesn't work. So why are we why are we still trying something that doesn't work? We've seen yeah. We've seen it for two over two seasons now, mate. It does not work, Pepe playing on the right. So stop putting him there. Either play 
Saka or Pepe or yeah. go to a, a clock four, four, a four, three, three, where you've got Saka left midfield and then Pepe yeah. left up front, you know? But playing him on the right, it's just bollocks, mate. It doesn't work. Apart from the odd one or two goals that he's curled in, which everyone knows he's going to do, it doesn't work, mate. I think, yeah, mate, it's all going to touch on the second half. Big up to the people in the chat, by the way. The chat's lively, man. Thank you for tuning in, man. Your loyalty has no bounds. If you haven't already, which I'm sure you have people in the chat, do do Albert JTV a favour smash that like button straight away, man. But, you know, the concerning thing for me, mate, um, it's not like... The only way I've... The, way, the only comparison I can make, mate, is, for example, when... We did the watch along with me, England, Germany in, in the Euros. And people criticised England for playing like literally seven defenders and four outfield players. When I look at Arsenal yesterday, right? We had ESR starting, right? Erdegaard, Saka, Aubameyang, Pepe. And we're being dominated in possession by Crystal Palace Football Club with a new manager that's come into the Premier League in his first job in the Premier League. At home. It's it's insane. They look more drilled and more structured than we did with a manager that's been there for just shy of two years. That's frightening. Yeah. I, I, I it begs a up. People, big up to people in the chat, man. Like, lively. Jeez, man. But um, if I don't read that, if I don't put all your comments up, people, apologies. But thank you for in the interaction, man. It means a lot. But yeah, coming to the second half, probably naively. Um, thinking, you know what, we've come in at halftime 1 0 up. I don't know how. Um, we've been second best. Palace look more threatening. Hopefully, things are going to change, but obviously, Saka couldn't continue. Sambi Lukonga's come on as a sub. Um, and to be honest with you, not much really changed. Um, touching before we touch more into the second half, mate. Um, was that bit of a did you see that as a very cautious substitution or? Could you understand Sambi Lokong coming on? Who did he come on for again? He came on for the injured Saka. Um, well, no, not really, because it's a it's a defensive substitute. <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, I'm kind of all out defence, you know. So, so no, not really me. Um, but I, I'm not even sure. I'm not even angry anymore, mate. It's just what yeah. expect, you know. I mean, we could go on about like transfers. Like we got an offer for Alneni. He's got a year left his contract. We turn it down, like. What? Yeah. You know, what was Lacazette running down his contract for six months? You know, and, and they're going, oh, we're going to swap him for some guy we've never heard of in Spain. It's like, if I was Lacazette, I'd tell him to piss off. I go, I ain't going yeah. nowhere. I'm walking at the end of the season and getting a, a big fat signing on fee from probably someone like Atletico Madrid, you know? Yeah. I just don't get yeah. it. Yeah. You got the people in the chat. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen them. I've seen the two. All I've seen is attacking options, attacking players with attacking. <laughs> I'll see bear attacking the word attacking in there, man. That's, that's gonna be that's gonna be my new word, man. My new motto for when I come on Albert JTV, man. Bear people say the same thing in the chat. Um, but yeah, the second half, bro. Like I watched it and I just it didn't even improve. I mean, I mean, Erdegaard, I, I forgot he was playing Ross, and he's meant to be. I don't know what your thoughts were in terms of when we signed him or signing, signing him on the permanent. But I, I said, look, if, if you're going to bring him in, and I don't believe for one minute that was Arsenal's number one option. No, I don't. I, 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 I defy anyone that tells me they thought he was our number one, number one option in terms of bringing in a midfield player. I don't think he was. 
Um, I know Madrid were playing a little bit hardball, but I mean, the last couple of games, I, I mean, yesterday, to be honest, more so, I, thought, I forgot he was playing. Yeah, I, I generally mean, don't know. What, I generally don't know what Arteta is saying to these guys in terms of the team setup. Even more so, Ross, when it comes to half times and starting second halves, because at least then you've got your players in for 10, 15 minutes. You can reset, restructure, make the the, the, the tiny adjustments you need to make. But we came out for the second half, and for me, it was worse. Yeah. I mean, what's what is what is going on? I mean, the goal we conceded. We deserve what we got. Yeah, it was Absolutely coming. Absolutely deserved it. Um, Thomas Part of all people caught on the ball. What What did you make of that? Um, before, sorry, before I come to you, mate. Sorry, I said it on my fan cam yesterday, right? That in that in that type of position, if you've got your back to goal, and you're in your and you're in your own half, and you're at that point in that area of the pitch, you have to play the way you're facing. So I'm not surprised we got it. And the thing is, it wasn't the first time either. So to a sloppy mistake from obviously our main midfield guy, um, do you think defensively we could have done anything different in there? Or did you think, you know what, we got what, what we got what we deserve, to be honest with you? Yeah, I, I think we got what we deserved. I mean, like I said, it, it's suicidal football, just allowing a team to come all onto you that badly and to sit that deeply for Crazy. that amount of time. I, I just don't get it. It's, it's always going to end up in the goal. It, it always is, you know. Um, I think Party made a mistake. Um, for me personally, I think he's on borrowed time myself. You know, it's, it's his second season now. And for me personally, if you don't if you don't start making it after in the second season, it's time to get rid. Is that, um, is that, is that where you're at with him, is it? Yeah, mate. Because the way I look at it is, you've got the first season to settle in. And I only go by that because of it took Armory and Burkham to settle in for one year, you know. Yeah. But if if two years later or after two seasons, it's like Sabios, it's not happening, then it's not happening. You know what I mean? Like, and sometimes you could be the best player ever, but it just, it's not working for, I, I don't know what reason. I mean, we've seen players not really making a Premier League go to Spain and they absolutely smash it up, you know? Yeah. It could be the team. It could be that their family's unhappy. They're not the right tactics or, you know, whatever. Um, so, yeah, I am, mate, you know, and I'm not saying he's been fucking massively bad. I'm just, yeah. I'm just, he's not been massively good either. Yeah. Ross, so, what, 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 sorry, Ross, just to ask you as well, what, what, what do you make of um, sort of like I saying about the, it's, some, it's a two part question, but the, the signing of Erdegaard and what you saw sort of last yeah. season and, what you've seen so far this season with him? Um, exactly what I said last season, mate, to you, um, that I didn't see what he did to warrant um, Arteta signing him. It seemed like they Real Madrid didn't want to sell him and then he became available. And then it was like, yes, I want him because we had him last season. And again, mate, it's another weird decision. I mean, he was going all out for a while last season at 45 million. Couldn't get him, hmm. right? 45 million. That's all it was. Couldn't get him. Um, now he's available for 25 million or even on loan and we don't want him. I don't get it. And we paid, was it 30 for Odegaard? Um, yeah, about that, yeah, yeah. And I remember saying to you on the thing last season, I said, we've seen Odegaard and he's not good enough, right? And I said, if we're going to get him, fine, but we still need a while. And I said, probably even Zoboslai as well. I said, we need more creativity because mm. our our attack is just non-existent. You know, some people think we're laughing at that. I was like, no, I'm, I'm generally being serious. Can you look at our attack now? And say that we're we're exciting to watch, or we're creating shitloads of chances, or we're scoring lots of goals. No, you know. 
Um, Smith Rowe's still young, so he's got time, you know, and I'll give him time. But, you know... <laughs> that's, that's the thing, Rush. You make, you make a good point with the ESR thing, because if you look at him and Saka, right, as, as promising and, and as talented as they are, a lot of it still, for me, is potential. Yeah. Potential doesn't guarantee you anything. So no. if you're relying on potential... Like Odegaard. To, 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 yeah, to 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 spearhead your to spearhead your team from an attacking front you're going to you're going to come up short i hear the argument about buying the five player 23 and under and for the future but we have to as suppose we have to go by what we see now yeah. i've seen other people argue we, should, we maybe we should have gone the complete opposite way of actually buying experience and then adding the youth to that rather than it being the opposite way round I mean, it's crazy. I mean, with the... Um, I think I lost my train of thought. I was going to say someone touched on it. Was it about Erdegaard? Um, yeah, that was it. You just reminded me. I said, look, if you're going to bring in Martin Erdegaard, right? He has to come in with a Basuma. That was the guy that I wanted to come anyway. Yeah, That's too. my own personal opinion. If you're not going to do that, and let's read it between the lines. Maybe that wasn't done because we kept Granite Xhaka. I'm assuming that was the reason because to get in Basuma and Xhaka still there and it, it just, it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have happened knowing that we've already bought Thomas Party from the season before. It's not going to happen. Um, we, we, we're, we're, we're too used as Arsenal fans stockpiling the squad and wasting wages. So that was never going to happen, man. Um, but yeah, mate, sort of going more into, the, obviously they got the goal to make it 1-1. Um and I don't know if you saw the stat during the second half. I, I knew it wasn't great, but I, I didn't realise it was that bad. We are the second worst team in the Premier League in terms of scoring goals in the second half this season. We scored one. Wow. Only Norwich are, are worse than us and they haven't scored. Is that two now or is that one last night? Um, It was... Oh God, it was one. I think it might have been it might be two including the Lacazette. It would be two, yeah, it'd be two including the Lacazette goal. Um that that's a horrific stat. And actually that reflects badly on the team from an offensive point of view. Yeah. I mean, second worst in the league in scoring goals in the second half. How are you supposed to win football matches? It's all well the defense for for once, as I've mentioned, weeks gone by this season. One thing I wanted to see is a more consistent settled back five. That's going to take time, Ross. That could take two years. Yeah. If, if you if you keep that back five together, and obviously you bring in Saliba as well, so that's six. You've got those six yeah. to work with. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, you know what? In terms of Saliba, and um, I did actually watch the game. Never. They asked one of my boys to tell me when. Say, look, when's it, whenever Saliba's playing, let me know. I want to watch him play. See how he's doing. He did all right from what I saw the other night when he played against, um, oh God, what team was it again? When Gunduzi scored a couple, but um, well, he scored one, sorry, I shall say. But um, yeah, it, from what I hear, he's doing all right. Um, Marseille, Saliba, um, he looks he looks like a Rolls Royce, man. Like he's comfortable on the ball. He can advance, you know, he can bring the ball out. Um, so I'm impressed. I, listen, like I said, I want to watch him play more this season. Um, then I can kind of make my mind up. And Arsenal fans, listen, I always say, it's all right to watch football outside of the Premier League. <laughs> to see how, look, we've got one of our players on loan, man. We need to see how these guys are getting on. We can't be talking about shoehorning this guy in the team 
but we don't go and watch him play week in, week out for Marseille. Like, you've got time to do it. So, people, go and do it. Go and watch it, man. Um, but, yeah, he played well the other day, to be fair. But second half, man, Palace just closing us down again in certain areas. You know, Conor Gallagher with the press, Jordan Ayew with the press, um, Benteke being a nuisance that he is and obviously gets the goal as well. Um, I know Tierney hit the bar. We made a couple of substitutions. We actually only looked better when Lacazette came on. And that he came on um, on the 66th minute yeah. for Martin Erdegaard, which to me was an obvious substitution to make anyway. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I'll be honest with you. Like, like I said, when I mentioned earlier, we haven't got a good record against Palace in recent years at home, but even I've got to admit, and I've seen it with some Arsenal fans, I must admit, like I said, I like to pay attention to um, watching other channels sometimes and fan cams and reactions to um, our performances. And I did hear some Arsenal fans say, Ross, going to come to you, that they thought Arsenal deserved a draw. <laughs> I, I, yeah, listen, I know football's about opinion, like the great, the great Brian Clough said, but even... I have to look at that and, and I'm baffled as to see how any Arsenal fan who could have watched that game for 95 minutes yesterday turn around and say Arsenal deserved a draw. Yeah. Let me come to you. Come, come to you, bro. Yeah, I think there's an element of luck in both goals that we had. But I think we started well. We took the game to them like, like you'd expect and stuff. After that, mate, we just switched off. Um, I don't think we deserved a draw. Um, I put something up on my Instagram saying, you know, are you happy with the performance after the 2-2? And I think 15% of 900 people said, said, yeah, I don't know what they're seeing me because I thought that was a fucking shocking performance, same as we do every week. But um, yeah, mate, it's just the same old and we just carry on. And I, do you know what? It'll be the same against Villa. There won't be any changes. Um, again, it feels like we're still waiting for this guy to find his starting eleven. He's, he's getting better. Like you say, he's got like an established back five and that seems to be his back five. Yeah. Um, his tactics have got to change. They have, mate, because they're just not working, you know. Um, or, or he, you know, maybe he moves from like a four-two-three-one to whatever. But something has something has to give because it's not working. Whatever he's doing. Um, you see, you mentioned about the tactics. I want to. I'm going to quickly ask you something, right? When I mean, maybe people in the chat can tell me because I'm not sure what I was seeing yesterday. But when Martinelli came on. I don't understand what he asked him to do. Yeah. I, I generally, I'm not taking the piss when I say that. I generally don't know. I don't know what he's did to me. Look, he looked more like of a wing back than he was playing as a, as a, a wide man or he was playing up top. I, I generally don't know what he asked him to do, yeah. what the instructions were for him to go on and do. I mean, with Martinelli, like I'd be more confused than anyone because he, he, he doesn't seem to rate him. He hardly ever plays. And like you say, he's never be. you know, he's either... He's either fucking up front or he's a winger. I mean, he probably doesn't know whether he's coming or going. Like, you know, he just sort of gets thrown on and it seems like it's the last roll of the dice to just throw him on, see if he can do anything. And that's mm. all it ever seems to be, you know? Like, I feel I feel for the kid. Like, I feel for Gwendozi. I feel for Saliba. If I was all these guys at the end of the season, I'd say, I want out. You know, why, why would they stay for? Ross, the only person I don't feel for, <laughs> you probably know what I'm gonna say is Gwendoos. I haven't got the I haven't got time. I haven't got the time. Oh really? Patient. Nope. Absolutely not. And I knew what would happen the other night with that friend with that game the other night when he scored. I saw people clipping it. I saw people putting it on Twitter to make it look like what we're missing. 
absolute BS. Yeah. Yeah, 100%, mate. There's a player there, mate. I'm not saying he's going to be fucking Zinedine Zidane. I'm just saying I think there's a, there's a half-decent player there. I mean, people rattle on about his attitude. Um, I, I can't really talk about his attitude because I, I don't know. I haven't seen him in training or whatever. But, you know, I mean, I'm sure he hasn't thrown the fucking captain's armband down his shirt off and told the fans to fuck off and stuff. But this guy seems to get... He yeah. surely hasn't given away a penalty on the last day of the season at home in the course of Champions League football. But this guy seems to get a fucking free pass every season, you know? That's 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 a fair point, but yeah, me personally, I don't want to see Gwendozi back at Arsenal. If I'm honest, okay. not at all. Um, yeah, I think my nephew's got more. It's got more. It's got a better attitude than him, and he's five. So I, I, yeah, I <laughs> yeah. I want to. I want to ask this question. I want to get this out. I want to get this question out of the way because, and I want you to answer it in two ways, if possible. Right? Yeah. I want you to answer it in terms of your own personal feelings, and obviously in terms of in a footballing context reason, because people like to talk about football in context. Um, now, I saw some people, not not everybody, not every Arsenal fan, to be fair, say that we missed Granite Xhaka yesterday. Now, I, I, now I'm going to give you my piece and I'm going to bring you in because I want to hear what you've got to say. And people in the chat, please tell me if you think I'm talking rubbish or Ross's or you disagree or whatever. When I watched that game yesterday, he was the last thought on my mind as to why we got the result that we got and the way we played while we played. Now, people have seen my content will know my feelings about Jacques and the way I talk about him. And I always keep it to footballing reasons, but I generally could not understand, Ross, how people saw that as an opportunity to say that we missed Granite Xhaka. I, I, I'm, I'm baffled. Is, is it me? Am, am I losing my mind? Like, did I watch a different game? What, what what was it that people saw that we missed him last night? Yeah, no, I, I agree, mate. I, I've i not seen what Granite Xhaka does in what, is it five seasons he's been in now? I didn't see anything. He's six years now, yeah. Is it six? Fucking hell. Yeah. Wow. Um, no, mate, I, I can't I can't see what he does well. I can't say that he, he, he attacks well. He doesn't defend well. Ross, sorry to cut you, mate. I'm going to bring you back in. Let me give you a bit more context to it, right? Because people, because people were saying, and I'm not blind. People will vouch for me in the chat. RJ, I talked all the time. They said that we, with Jack, we miss his defensive stability and structure. That's that's what was said to me. I'm not taking the piss. That's what they said. And my answer to that was, I'm going to bring you back in. Is you talk about defensive stability and structure? Where was that when we played Man City away? Yeah, I'll tell you where it was. It was in the dressing room because he got sent off for ill discipline. To do me a like, do me a favor on do honestly, do me a favor. But yeah, come in, bro. Sorry, yeah, no, no, completely agree, mate. Completely agree. I mean, yeah, because so what happens? So, what happens if we don't beat Villa, right? For whatever reasons, if we draw, is that because we missed him? No. The, the fact of the matter of Granit Xhaka is, right, let's put it this way. Let's say he's one of those players, a bit like Deschamps, who doesn't really seem to do a lot, but he makes a team, he does stuff for the team, like, you know, all the hard shitty work off the ball, whatever. Let's just say that, for, let's just say he does that, right? But he's not making us get into top four or Champions League or, or start challenging teams like Liverpool, Chelsea, Man City, is he? So I don't get it. But Ross, you know, I want people to tell me, I want people to come out with... Come out with legitimate reason. Stop telling me he's the captain of Switzerland. That's not legitimate reason. 
yeah. as to why we miss him. That's my that's my point with some of the people that keep bringing it up. Yeah, Switzerland's a crap, mate. I saw him do one quarterback pass in the fucking Euros. That was it. Everyone wanted him to fucking sign a new contract, and eventually he did. Don't get it, mate. You know, just I don't get it. I really don't. Yeah, I wanted to ask that because I just I generally was baffled as to why that would. It's it's all you know what it is, Ross. It's almost like it's almost like it's a default answer. Yeah, Arsenal don't win a game of football. We don't create. Uh, uh, we miss Granite Xhaka. We miss his defensive capability and structure that he brings to the team. I, 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 I don't understand where that comes from. Yeah. I could understand, for example, I don't know, if Aubameyang was out for a couple of months. That's a problem because yeah. he's our go-to man when it comes to scoring goals. Sure. He's, that, he's that important despite what he's, he's, he's sort of... What is what is given in performances that I've not been too impressive from being honest with you, but I I can see why people would have that argument with him, but with the Jacker thing and like I said, I try to keep it to footballing reasons. I was generally baffled as to why people thought that we missed him yesterday, as to, as to, as to why Arsenal performed the way they did. Yeah, what, what are we missing exactly? What, what, what would have been different if he'd have played? But that's what I'm. But this yeah. is what I'm saying. That's what people were saying. It was the defensive structure and, and stability. Well, how come we haven't finished higher than fucking eighth in three seasons then, if he's that good? I don't get it. But then they'll turn around and say to that well, what you're saying. Like, oh, yeah, but he's not the only one. But I said, but that's not the question. The question is, yeah. if he's so impactful to the team or he's so important, then he should be doing more than what he's done in six years. Yeah, Saka's impactful on the team. Rarely has yeah. a bad game, scores goals, sets up goals creates chances, you know, mm. playing any position, left back even, and, he, and he's fucking brilliant. That's mm. an impact on the team. Yeah. You know? I don't see what Granit Xhaka has ever done, ever. Yeah, I just thought it was an, in, I just thought it was, I was quite surprised when I heard some, a lot of people say that. Um, I, I, I generally didn't understand it, but um, bruv, I mean, like I said, when I said to you earlier about the run of fixtures that we had at the time, out of those games, out of twelve points, what was your honest sort of what, what was what would have been your sort of Arsenal points return? I went for eight out of twelve because yeah, I've seen enough of this team to say you know what. I mean, I said we get the wins against Villa and Leicester. I mean, I've got to be honest. I'm looking at now thinking I'm not so sure about Friday night. I'm going to be going to that game, and and you know yeah. they're a, they're a decent side, Villa. Yeah. Yeah, I think they brought well, haven't they? This summer they brought is it Leon Bailey, that winger out of Leverkusen? Yeah, Wendia, who we were linked with. Yeah, um, a couple of others didn't they? I think they got that. Is it Twanazabi off Man United? On yeah, loan? for a long season, long loan. Yeah, and yeah. got a couple of other players. I can't remember who else. Oh, was it Danny Ings? Yeah, Ingsy. Yeah, Wendia bought. Yeah, yeah, they brought a couple of others as well. Um, obviously they lost Jack Grealish, but that mm. was always going to happen. I think that was always yeah. on the cards. Um, no, mate. I, this is what I said at the start of your stream, mate. I don't expect us to, be, to win any game anymore. Even when Norwich turned up and stuff, I was like, do you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if we lost. And we almost did, to be honest with you. Um, yeah. And it's, it's not even a surprise anymore. It's not. Like, any time we play someone like Chelsea, Liverpool, Man City, I don't even watch anymore, mate, because I, I, I already know we're going to lose and it's probably going to be like a hammering, like 5-0 or an, a complete embarrassment. You know, yeah. then, Ross, then just to you... quickly ask you, sorry to cut just to quickly ask you with the team. I've got the team up obviously that started yesterday. What what have you made of Kieran Tierney this season? Um 
this is what I said when he first sort of signed me within six months from signing, that he looks like a good player. However, I'm I'm always worried about his injury problems. Mm. Uh, and I've said it before in your streams, mate, that you could be the best player in the world. If you're always injured, you're worth nothing. Um, and I remember I think it was in the first six months, probably even three months, did yeah. he have was it a hernia? It was a hernia, wasn't it? He had a yeah. double, he had a double hernia before um at Celtic at the time, and yeah. He, and he was like, was he 23 at the time? Yeah, and I remember saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not yeah. a 23 year old's injury, you know, especially for a sportsman, and that's worrying me. And it's not really gonna get any better. Like if you've got 50 games a season, obviously we haven't got like this season, because I haven't got European football, yeah. Guarantee the most he's probably going to play is about 35, 30, 35, you know, mm. and that's that's worrying. I mean, I, I go back to that that thing that I said to you about Inter Milan back in the day, they had Brazilian Ronaldo up front and Christian Vieri yeah. injured like like all season. What's the point? It's, it's pointless. Mm. Darren Anderson, Jack Wilshire, all these guys, yes, yeah. but they're always injured. And it's <laughs> even going back to like Jack Wilshire, there's people on Twitter going, Oh, bring him back, bring him back. He's not fucking, he's never fit, yeah, <laughs> on there. All we need is to get him like is to make sure he stays fit and well. He's never ever been fit and well. He's now what 29? Yeah. He's yeah. never been fit. Yeah. And that's my issues with Tierney. You know, he's a good player. He 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 gets it. You know, he, he would be the captain of the club sort of thing. He, you know, he's got that kind of spirit behind him, like, come on, let's fucking do this and all that. Kind yeah, of yeah. Stuff. He's not gonna be fit enough, mate. And you know. It's always a worry made with players like that, you know, and we, we've had enough injury playing players after, over the years. Um, it's a shame because he would be a good player otherwise. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we, mate, we, 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 we got a draw. Um, I, I, I don't know how we got a draw. I, I, I don't even know how we got, I honestly don't know how we got a draw out of that game. Um, I just want to talk to you about, obviously, watching the game, I think, I think Vieira personally outsmarted Arteta. Um, it's pretty flipping obvious, to be honest. And Ross, I don't, I don't know. This is what I don't understand. And I said this to you before we went to the live stream. People in the chat, RJ, have had this conversation with you as well. Um, and with Mikel, you know, we know what it is. And there's a lot of problems at this football club. And I've also mentioned it. And I've stuck my head above the parapet. And I said, look. The problem that one of the largest problems with this football club is the f- sections of the fan base. Huge problem, Ross. And I said to you before we did the live stream, um, and I, I think things a big up Kenny Kenny said it. We saw I saw on a um on a podcast a few weeks ago. He said some sections of the Arsenal fan base, they're enablers. Yeah, <laughs> it's absolutely spot. It's true, like I for people that might think what we're talking about, it's just in terms of, I don't know, for example, somebody, for example, unfortunately might have a drink problem and you have a social circle that are always around you and they're sort of feeding into your habit. They're not, you know, they're they're always, they're not kind of looking out for your best interest. They're always enabling your behaviour. Yeah. I've always said that Arsenal fans make a lot, hell of a lot of excuses. Russ, I could rule off a, a bloody crime sheet. Um, you know, it's only pre-season. Nobody else is doing tr- transfer business during the summer window. Um, Arteta needs to have more time or he needs to get his settled 11. I'll give you a perfect example. People within our circle or even outside our circle in terms of YouTube or Twitter or whatever. We lose to Villarreal last season. Sack him. 
Certain people said that he needs to go. He's unforgivable what he done. The same people that have said that, some people, oh, well, you've got to give him a summer window. You've got to let him have his set with 11 and philosophy. I understand you can change your mind in football. I, I totally understand that. But how can you go from that extreme saying that we should sack him to then give him a, ch a chance to, to mould this team and have a philosophy? That makes no sense to me. Yeah. How was an Arsenal... You wonder why this football club's got problems? If, yeah. When, if you've got sections of the fan base, and that's not even flip-flopping, that's just a complete overhaul change of your thinking. What is it about this manager that can do either no wrong or you want to be completely blinkered to the fact that we need an experienced guy to come in and take over the range in the short term and in the long term. You can say what you want about the ownership and the people in charge. I don't care. You cannot be happy with going to watch games of football, seeing this absolute bollocks. <laughs> yeah. Wait, it, Ross, it's the famous saying, wake up and smell the coffee. The yeah. same energy you've got for a Nicholas Pepe and people want to get in gone and take the money and whatever. Where's that energy for the manager? Yeah. Look at Thomas Frank at Brentford, my friend. Look at Bielsa at Leeds, Rogers at Leicester, Vieira in a short time at Palace, Graham Potter at Brighton. David Don't Moore. sit there and tell me you cannot find somebody to come and manage Arsenal Football Club and get better performances out of this team. Yeah, 100%. I, I don't understand what is it with this manager that you want to make every conceivable excuse. I just mate, don't understand it. Sorry, come in, bro. Sorry, man. I said it at the start when we first got him, mate. They build him as the next Pep Guardiola. And everyone's like, he's going to be a fantastic coach. Everyone says so. I stood there and said, you've got nothing to base that on. Other yeah. than that, that is the bullshit they're telling you. He's never, ever managed before. So you've got no basis to say that. You can't say that. And nobody can say that because he's never managed before. It was ridiculous, mm. you know? And we've seen it before. Number twos at Man United, like Steve McLaren and stuff, who apparently did all the training, everything. And apparently was fucking brilliant and that. Paul Clement, yeah. Like, yeah, and it, it doesn't work. I don't know why. It just doesn't sometimes. It's different, you know? Um, and there's nothing to base it on, mate. You can't say someone's going to be a great manager. You just don't know, you know? I mean, Gary Neville won everything under the sun for Manchester United. Went to Valencia and fucking flopped, you know, within, mm. what, four months? You know, just, you know? It's, Ross, the thing, the, Ross, the thing is, the argument is, and I said this before, RJ will back me up. Where, where some people would just, listen, you can sit here and, and kid yourself and talk about context and, you know, um, taking a step back. And let, let, let's be honest, right? Let's be honest. Um, to me, I look at it and I think to myself, you can give him all the time in the world. Listen, uh, people got this thing like, they. Uh, the best way I can describe it, Ross, right, is people, when they tweet, for example, they want to be the ones that want to pull up, pull up tweets from 8, 12 months ago, two years ago. See, I told you that he's going to be a good coach, but he may go on to be a good coach, but just not at Arsenal. Yeah. Like, what do you... What, why can't people see that? Yeah. What? what listen, to be honest, I actually think probably, arguably, Edu gets more flack, more so than um, Arteta. I, I, to be honest with you, I could even argue that the other way around. Yeah. 
Because Edu's not picking the team. He's not picking the team. Yeah. Arteta is. Before I was hearing, it's, it's because of it's a COVID market. It's this, it's that. Come on, man. I'm going to the game on Friday. I'll be honest with you. I'm concerned. They could go there and absolutely embarrass us. They did it last season, by the way. Yeah. I mean, Russ, I'm going to get a still image of the what I think the Villa team might be. This is from their last game. And they come off the back of a defeat in a, in a derby game, which they were 2-0 up and lost 3-2 to Wolves. Unbe yeah, unbelievable right. game. But, brother, I, I look at their team, right? So, yeah. obviously, Martinez in goal, a, a very familiar goalkeeper. Cons is a brilliant centre-back. They play for three with Tuanzebi there now and Tyron Mings. Target and Matty Cash are very good full-backs. McGinn, we know all about. Douglas Luiz is solid. Wundia, Ings and Watkins. Mate, I look at that team there they've got. Now, that might not be the team that starts against Arsenal, but I'm concerned, bro. I'm concerned. I think they're midfield. I think they'll run us riot. Yeah. Um. So, listen. People, listen. If you want to back the manager, back the manager. But don't sit there and talk to me about football context. And your eyes don't lie to you. And they're the acid test more than anything. You can sit there and bring up pie charts and graphics to, 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 to they come out your ears. Look at the way this team's performing. Take away the win against Tottenham. Are you happy with what you're seeing? And that's why people flip-flop, mate, because they see two or three wins in a row that we somehow scrape through. And then they go, oh, look, everything's good again. No, it's not. It's going to change back again like Palace. And if we beat Villa, it will change back again. You know, just... It's the same bollocks, mate. You know, we're not, we're not improving. We're actually declining. I, I don't think we'll finish anything above 10th this season. I really don't. Um, Ross, if I remember rightly, the last, end of last season, I think we were about 10th anyway, wasn't we? It was only like the last yeah. three or four games that we snuck into eighth, wasn't it? So, yeah, this, it, Arteta's first season, the only reason why we finished eighth is because is because we beat Watford last game of the season and results went our way. Otherwise, we'd have finished 10th. Yeah. So it could have been arguably 10th, 8th. And actually, somebody asked me my sort of prediction where Arsenal finish this season. I said, uh, what game did we play, mate? It might have been, I think it's before we played Norwich. I'm sure it might have been. But I said, look, if this form continues, we'd be lucky to finish in the top eight. Yeah. I think we'd be lucky to finish in the top eight. And that's even with the fact that we don't even have any European football. Yeah. No Zaha played yesterday. Mm -hmm. And I said it. No, dis I'm going to get your score prediction for um, Villa before we wrap up. No disrespect to Brighton and Crystal Palace. They're not going to finish in the top four. We're getting outplayed footballing-wise. Away to Brighton and at home to Crystal Palace. Let that sink in. Yeah. You saw that 95 minutes yesterday. It was appalling. We we are awful in possession. That was a title of my fan cam. We are. And it's not even... I always like to use the phrase. It's not even Hollywood passes, Ross, bro. It's simple A to B passing. And Ryan just dropped in the chat. Someone who I wanted to Arsenal, um, if it wasn't for injury, Aberi Eze. He wasn't even playing yesterday. Yeah. I, I, I'm, 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 I'm beyond baffled. Um, listen... Ross, before I get your score prediction, I said it um, in terms of, um, I said it last season. 
what big football club would operate by having three rookies at three key senior positions? And you wonder why it's going wrong. Yeah. I mean, for me, mate, this I'm going to say this out now. Like, I think there is a process at Arsenal. It's just not the one that everybody wants. For me, I think the process is get everyone in at like 23 years old. Yeah. Sell them on, all on in a couple of two to three seasons times for a 20 million pound profit. Because that's what Kroenke wants. That's what Wenger used to do. That's all he cares about. That, mm. that's, that's the process. Yeah. It's not the process we want. The process we want is to fucking get back up there and start winning and, that, and operating like an elite club. Yeah. But that's what it seems like to me. And that's why Tessa's there as a yes man and he's got all the time in the world. Because as long as he does that, he's not going to get sacked. Or unless we get fucking close to relegation, I'm going to fall. And that's the thing, and and that's the scary thing, mate. He's it's not even he's not even remotely close to be getting sacked. That's that's the thing. You should not be getting reward. It's like it's like they're saying it. You don't re re we don't reward your children with bad behaviour. No, <laughs> you don't reward. You don't. So Ian Wright made that analogy a few years ago, match a day about naughty school children, and you know that if you keep letting them get away with the same stuff, of course they're going to misbehave. Yeah. It needs to be discipline and some sort of structure there don't have that mate spent a lot of money in the summer i'm not saying we should be top of the league or harlem globetrotters but in terms of the football i mean wow um I, I i don't know what to say man i really don't but ross before we go people people like i said smash the like button subscribe to the channel like i keep saying and if you've forgotten what to do by now people this is what you should do And there you have it once again, people. Smash that like button, like I said. Ross, uh, big game on Friday. They're all big games of Arsenal, to be honest. Um, this is one of the games I said we'd actually get a win. But after seeing the last two games, I I'm really not sure, man. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna come to you. What's score prediction wise for Arsenal versus Villa on Friday? I'm gonna go for three one Villa, and I'll be honest with you, mate. I, really, I, I honestly want to say 4-1, but I'm being positive. Um, wow. I don't expect us to win, like I said earlier, mate, I don't expect us to win any game. And I'm not angry mm. anymore. I'm not surprised. Yeah. And I also expect that we'll play shit. I do. Because that's what happens, mate. And it will just keep going on until either the fans stop turning up at football matches or start just booing the team again. Or I mean, that's, that's probably what will happen at some point, I would have thought. Now we're allowed mm. back to the stadiums again. Yeah, but, yeah. I don't expect anything anymore. I don't. And, you know, anybody could turn up a, a fucking... We could pick, um, draw a Division 1 team or whatever it is now, the championship team in, in, in the cup. I wouldn't be surprised if we lost. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't. Yeah, we've got, we've, got, we've got Leeds. We've got Leeds next... Uh, I'm going to that one as well. We've got... Um, come, I think it's next Tuesday, is it, people in the chat? I'm not sure. But people, there you have it. It's been 3-0 to, to Villa. 4-1, 2-1. Um, I think B's gone for 2-1 Arsenal, I think. Yeah. Um, listen, I'm gonna. I've, I've stuck with my predictions for the last four games, so I'm gonna stick with it. I'm not. I'm not doing it in, in any confident way whatsoever. Oh wow! Um, Villa's come off the back of visit two back-to-back -back defeats, but they definitely lost the last game. I'm not sure. Um, good side. Dean Smith is a very good manager, by the way. Um, and that's the thing, bro. Like, even if Arsenal were losing games, but you could see what they're trying to do in terms of an attacking threat and being drilled and a clear way of planning. But I see that with Thomas Frank. I see it with Bielsa. I see it with Brendan Rodgers. I, I, I see it with Vieira. I don't see it with our manager. 
And that's not just this season. I go back to his old tenureship. Um, so people, thanks for tuning in. This has been a this has been a a kind of a therapeutic match for you, but it's not really. Um, I'm gonna go for Arsenal to sneak it. I don't know even how they're gonna do it. Um 2 1. We'll definitely concede with Ings and Watkins playing. Um yeah, 2 1 to Arsenal. I don't even know why I'm even saying that, but listen. I want whatever you're drinking, mate. Yeah, yeah. I'm drinking. I'm drinking our whites lemonade, man. There's like there are other lemonades out there you could drink, people. But um, yeah, people, yeah. <laughs> big up to the people with the chat. Mark was in there. Mr. Silver Fox, WDWTT. Um, who's scoring, Albert? I tell you, who's going to score? Uber. Who else? I think Lacquer. If we get a goal, probably Lacquer. The only thing is, Ross. If you get to me, we're struggling to score goals, right? There's not many teams that play with two up top or maybe one just off the other. I don't... With Mikel Arteta, to me, he's already shown there's not enough flexibility to completely change the system for him to get both them two guys in the team. And I'm not talking about playing a Bamyang on the left. Like I said, he's not going to play two up front. He's never done it since he's been his, since he's been the manager of Arsenal. He's not going to do it. But me personally, to try and get some goals into this team, I would try something different, anything different. Get two of them up front. If it means sacrificing one of your so-called attacking midfield players, you do it. Yeah. I would go 4 3, three. That I think he's got to try that because, yeah, you know, play, plays backfires and plays Saka, Party, and well, Saka's probably injured now, isn't he? Yeah. Another yeah. defensive midfielder and then play up front. Pepe left, Auburn, Lacquer and Auburn, I guess, mm. or, or Martinelli. That's what I would try. Oh, God. It's more chance of me getting the game at Arsenal than Martinelli, the way things are going. Bloody hell. I mean, Jesus. But, <laughs> Ross, big up to you and people. Um, like I said, smash the like button as usual. And I will put this on my IGTV and Spotify and, and Anchor for all your listeners. Ross, my bro, never forget you, man. Like I said, I never get too big for my boots when it comes to um, YouTube life, man. I remember the people I started with. So, and you're one of them. So, great to get you on again. Where can the people find you, man? Um, just on Instagram, um, Twitter, and YouTube. I've done it for a while now, but I'll probably get back to it at some point. Just Ross at Guna TV. Um, but yeah, thanks for having me back on, mate. It's been it's been a while since I've done a stream, so so it's been good. Yeah, no, no, of course, bro. You're always welcome on my channel, man. Like you're one of the guys from the start, so it's all good. People in the chat, give yourself a round of applause, man. Superb interaction, man. Look, chat was lively. Um, yeah, people, we have it, man. So Arsenal draw yesterday. London Derby. We have a big game on Friday against Villa. I'll be there myself at the game. Um, I don't think the stadium is going to be very full, if I'm being honest, from what I saw yesterday on the camera. I was like, whoa, that is not good. Um, listen, it's not easy. It's not It's not cheap to go and watch Arsenal, so I understand some people might keep away. But uh, yeah, big up to you people, man. Um, yeah, you'll see me again sometime soon around YouTube, maybe on somebody else's channel. Who knows? But big up to the people at Albert JTV. Um, that is me, Albert JTV, over and out. Hashtag match review.